You are listening to the South Tacoma Assembly of God Sunday Morning Service Podcast. We pray that the Word of God in this message will cause you to grow and that you will be strengthened as you walk out the unique purpose that God has placed inside of you. Wow, what a blessing to be back together again, and I don't take it for granted. I am so glad to be back together with you, South Tacoma Assembly of God, and all of you that have tuned in to our worship service and now to the Word of God. Just excited about what God is doing and blessed that God, in the midst of uh, very uh, strained and very uncertain, I think that's been our, our the theme uh, of what only really pretty much the only word I can find uncertain times that we find ourselves in. But I keep thinking of a common theme that keeps coming back, and it's this: we're better together. So we're not going to allow anything to uh, make us feel like we are alone, abandoned like we don't have a part, we don't have a say, we don't have a gift, we don't have anywhere, we don't have a community, we don't have anywhere to to use those gifts in the community. We're We're not receiving that. This whole pandemic thing has been um, uh, a trauma for, for so many people. And so many people have had experiences of, uh, especially those that have live alone or live in situations where they feel isolated, where they don't have relationship and connection. So they have no ability to get out of their homes to have that connection. I was talking with somebody the other day and they told me they had been in the house for over a month uh, and they just needed to go out. So they went out and they were um, going to get the mail or something like this and they saw somebody by their car and they were so excited. There was a person and they realized that in their non-conscious part not in their conscious mind their conscious mind knew that there are people that still exist and whatnot but in their non-conscious it was they were excited and it was like an elation because there are people out there and that sounds funny but that's because we're not made for isolation so one thing i really want to keep saying is we're better together that's just like God said that we are uh, a body and we're many members, but we all have our distinct role. And whatever you do, I could never do. No matter how close my talents and giftings are, I can never do what you were designed to do or can you do what I was designed to do. Because we are a unique expression of who God is and who God, ma- God has made us to be. So I want us to go in um, into uh, the word, and I would like to pray first and just have a nice time ar- surrounding the word. All right. Father, we just thank you right now for bringing us back together. Thank you for technology. Thank you so much for those that have pressed their way in because they're hungry Lord, they're hungry for your word. They're hungry 
for the words of life. Jesus, just like you said to the disciples, you know, are you going to leave me? And they said, where would we go? You alone hold the words of life. We, we have come today, Lord, to hear what you are saying. We, are, we have come with ears that are tuned to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And so, Lord, I ask you that you would take this time, Lord, and you would uh, allow me to speak what you're putting into my spirit to speak to your people, to speak to those who may not even know you, who may never have given their life to you. Lord, thank you for this opportunity because we're better together. And we can come together and worship, hear the word of God, and be blessed and encouraged. So Lord, we thank you and we praise you for this privilege, this opportunity to be together as the body of Christ together, listening and hearing your word, together, worshiping in song, worshiping with our tithes and offerings in every aspect of our life, surrendering it and giving it to you. So we, we glorify you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. <clears throat> I want to continue today uh, on a subject that Pastor George had been speaking on. He spoke on uh, a good fight, and it was a really good word. And what stood out to me and where the Spirit of the Lord, um, uh, what I say, like, like just um, illuminated for me was the part where he specifically said, train well. And so I entitled this message, A Good Fight, train well. John Maxwell is a very well-known leader uh, and in the body of Christ, and actually he's a, he's a well-known inspirational speaker and as well as a speaker that um, speaks to audiences, both Christian and secular, on the topic of leadership. And he said something very interesting this was his quote. He said, life is a matter of choices, and every choice you make makes you. I'll say that again. Life is a matter of choices, and every choice you make makes you. In this message, I want to dispel some erroneous thinking, uh, and I want to take away some excuses. And then immediately, when someone says they want to take away excuses, everybody's antennas go up. Excuses for what? What is she talking about? You're going to find out. When we take away excuses, we become empowered. What? How do we become empowered when we take away excuses? Our human nature tends to think that ex excusing ourselves and saying, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry because of this. Be I, it happened because of this or because of that. And we excuse and we make excuses and we think that that empowers us because it makes us look or feel better. But when we ask the question or when we say, how can this empower us? 
It's because we take responsibility for our actions. It's because when we take responsibility for our actions, we are able to move on. In society today, we see so much of the blame game. It, it, it really is ridiculous, but it is so much a tendency of the human nature. It's just like built in. And it's being reinforced like never before in our society. It's to the point where people don't even want to admit that they're wrong. They just want to blame someone else. So we got to get rid of the excuses. We got to get rid of the blame game. We got to begin to take responsibility for our actions and move on. Amen. So it's funny, but even, it, it actually it's not funny, it's interesting that even if a person is blaming the fact that they can't help themselves, that's still deflecting or put it, placing the, the blame on someone or something else. And what I believe God is wanting us to do in this hour is begin to confront those things. Begin to confront the inability to own our choices. I love what he says. Life is a matter of choices, and every choice you make makes you. We're going to go a little further with that and find out how is that so? So a choice is based, it's made based upon what an individual sets their will to do. I want to read that again. A choice is made based upon what an individual sets their will to do. So the will of a human being is the strongest part of their being. The will is the place within the soul that choices are made. So the soul is made up of the mind, will, and emotions. So obviously the mind is the intellect, thinks and reasons. The emotions obviously feel, sense, experience through emotions, through feelings. And then the will obviously is where we make our choices. So in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve uh, disobeyed God and they brought sin and the sin nature into existence. And so they, when they gained the sin and the sin nature, they, they lost the glory of God, but they didn't lose their ability to choose. They didn't lose their ability to choose. How can we be sure of this? Well, the scripture says in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19 and 20, it says this, Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would choose life 
so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. I've said it before that how we think, feel, and choose is instrumental in who we become. However, who we become is not necessarily who we are. Okay, so let's, let's turn to the scriptures to look at this and see what, what do I mean when I say how we think, feel, and choose is instrumental in who we become, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's who we are. Ephesians 2 verse 10 says this, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. We were created as his workmanship. I don't know about you, but that, that does something to me. When I read those words that I was, that, w- that I am his workmanship. Another translation says his a masterpiece. Wow. So I and you, we, were created to be his workmanship, to be unique expressions of God here in the earth. So our whole makeup, our mind, will, and emotions, our, th- our, our thoughts, our intellect, our ability to reason, uh, our ability to feel, to, to experience emotions, our ability to choose in our will, all of those things are, are and e- you know, even the expression of our personality. Uh, we are unique expressions of God here in the earth. That is who we are. Remember, it's different from who we, ha- who, who we may have become. Where, l- let, me, let, me, let, me, let me say this. When we become something that's outside of what God ordained, and we are, are making choices that make us, that's who we become. But who we are is who God saw and who God designed and destined for us to be. Now you're going to hear that throughout this message. And the intent is that you would remember that. Often we become, who we become is not always who we are because of the choices that we're making are not in alignment with the word of God. They're also determined by uh, those that, uh, the people that influence us, the people that have influence in our lives. They are also influenced by our, our choices. They are also influenced by our experiences. Where this becomes pretty uh, critical is in hard, uncertain, and difficult times, like the ones that we're in right now during this pandemic. The tendency when we feel 
when we experience these situations and circumstances like this um, is that we feel out of control. And so we institute like coping and self-preservation mechanisms. And, and we do this because we're trying to, to, to gain somehow that, that stability because things feel so out of control. So we tend to go back to old behaviors. Let's say that we've, you know, made good strides in, in making choices based on God's word and, and are we really going forward. And you go through a, a, um, a storm, you go through a battle, and uh, you go through hard times. And then when we, when we do that, we, we feel the, the winds and the waves, and we feel our, ourselves being, you know, shaken. And what do we do? We immediately feel out of control, so we want, to, we want to pull things back into control. So oftentimes, those mechanisms are filtered through our intellect, <coughs> our mind, and, and, and how we can reason. They're also filtered through our emotions and how we feel. And they're filtered through our will, how we choose. So how, and so in our will, sometimes when, when this is happening, we will try to force something or make something happen. Like, God, you're, you're, not, you're not quick enough, so I'm going to make this happen. Versus going to God and saying, Lord, I, I need you. I, I, I'm, I don't know how to, to, to work through this. I don't, I don't know what's going on. And, and finding that peace and stability and calm within our relationship with him. Um, so we try to control people. We try to control uh, things, circumstances. Uh, uh, so that's, that's the part of our will that is affected um, by these instituting in, uh, these coping and self-preservation mechanisms. So we think, feel, and choose uh, either according to the spirit, okay, to our spirit. Our, remember, our spirit is the part of our tripart being, spirit, soul, and body. Our spirit is the part of us that communicates and fellowships and has relationship with God. So we don't do that through our emotions. We don't do that through... Um, uh, or we don't do that through our soul, our mind, will, and emotions, and we don't do, do that through our, our physical um, or our human nature or our physical being. We don't do it through that. So the only part of our being, that tripart being, is our spirit, and it communicates with God and, and has fellowship and relationship. And so, you know, when we, so either, either we line up according, our, we think, feel, and choose, according to the spirit or we do it according to our human nature so our soul is going to partner uh, with one or the other and that's very important we can become so sense ruled that our soul becomes connected to our human nature and on the other side of that we can become so spirit led or led by the spirit and so in tune and so hearing and, and sensing the Lord that we become connected to, to the Spirit who was connected to the Spirit of God. 
So oftentimes we, we don't know um, when our soul realm starts running away with us in these circumstances. In uncertain times, in like we talked about before, difficult times, storms, um, uh, you know, all, all kind of all kind of uh, uh, battlegrounds. So we can be paying attention to what uh, is on the news station. We can be paying attention to what a, uh, another person is saying. We can be um, paying at attention to what we fear. We can be looking at. Uh, what we're facing various life situations like in this uh, in during the pandemic uh, that we're in right now in this this whole shelter in place and um, uh, social distancing and whatnot um, we have all these kind of things going on like for example the person who can't pay the rent or doesn't know how they're going to pay the bills in general because they their job was not deemed as essential so now they've been, you know, at home where they may be very grateful for the family time, very grateful for some time off. It doesn't pay the bills. And so they're, they're looking at this and there's, there's, they don't know, they don't know how, how this, how is this going to happen? So we got somebody that's, that's one of the various circumstances of life that we find are, that people find themselves in, in something like this. Uh, the other one is, um, where uh, a parent is working from home and is having to homeschool uh, their children or they're trying to figure out daycare. And you've got all of these things and their sickness. Um, and, may, you know, like for one thing that I hear from a lot of people is that, you know, uh, especially people that are in cr have chronic sickness during this whole thing, they can't even go get the care that they need because things have been shut down. Uh, and it's very, and it's difficult, and they're also fearful that their immune, their immune response will not be strong enough. So there's all these things. Um, also, the unknown uh, of, of this pandemic or of future pandemics or what, the f what, what is our future in general. And so we, got, we have all of these things. And there, there's a, like an um, uh, attempt um, of trying to, to pull, to pull our soul, our mind, will, and emotions, how we think, feel, and choose, to pull it over to the, the human nature, to our sense-ruled side, and where if we're facing those things, we're going to be frustrated, angry, um, fearful, um, you know, uh, not dwelling in this, in the, not, not operating in the fr fruit of the Spirit whatsoever going to have um, uh, relationships that are, you know, fragmented, that are disrupted, that are um, <clears throat> uh, just, just having difficult times. And so our choices are being influenced left and right by our thoughts and our emotions. So if we're not careful, what will happen if we allow ourselves to our soul to our, our, the way we think, feel, and choose to align with our human nature, then what's going to happen is that we are going to begin to embrace uh, ideologies, um, values, and strategies of the world system. Uh, so we, we're not going to be um, aligning 
with the word of God, we're going to be aligning with those ideologies, values, and um, strategies of the world system. As believers, we weren't called to that. So it puts us out of, out of sync and out of alignment with who God called us to be. And so we begin to become someone who we really are not. But when our, our soul aligns to the spirit, what happens is that we begin working to build our strength in the word for the foundation to be strong in Christ. And then our house, okay, for a figurative uh, uh, term, like, like it was in Matthew 7, 24 through 27, our house will be built upon a firm foundation, upon the rock, upon a firm foundation of Jesus Christ and not sinking sand or built on sand that is subject to shifting circumstances, if you understand what I mean. So, our, so what am I saying? Our, I'm saying our stability depends upon training well. Our, our, our stability depends, our, and our ability, our stability and our ability to wage a good fight when we're in um, a battle, when we find ourselves in the middle of that storm and that battle, is so that it doesn't take us out and it doesn't level everything, us and everything around us, is to be built up strong, in Christ, in the word, built upon the foundation of Christ, which is firm foundation, which is the word of God, and not uh, on our emotions, not on our, our thoughts that, that change and vary and, and can, can become imaginations that cause us to, to think, feel, and choose in a toxic way. So th I'm telling you, these times have the they have that ability to take us in that direction. And maybe you find yourself there right now. Listen, it's, it's not over. It may feel very overwhelming, feel like you can't change it. You, can't, you, you don't know what to do with it. But I'm telling you, getting in the word of God, establishing a time to, to build relationships, in, in, in prayer with the Lord. Even, even if, you're, if, you, if, if you love music, if, you, if music, it, just the worship of God in music, I can tell you, it, it can just take you, it, 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 just, it just washes uh, the, inf the, the, the influences and, and the things that, that the world has projected upon us and the, and the, the, the frustrations and the, and just just all of the negative and toxic emotions and that it just when we go into worship into worshiping God it's just something that happens in the realms of the spirit for us and it begins to bring us into alignment so those are very those are three parts that pastor Reed mentioned in a good fight that are critical to us being strengthened and ability to train well to be ready so remember, it's the time to train is not when you're in the midst of the storm. It, it, it's the time 
b- leading up to it. But if we, as, as, as believers, if we find ourselves in the midst of a, a battle in the, on the battlefield or in the midst of a storm, in the midst of, of feeling uh, turned upside down, in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of, of, of your world feeling, because you know, we go through individual things and it feels like our worlds have been rocked or turned upside down. And so what I'm saying in all of that is the only thing that is going to bring you stability is is grabbing a hold to the anchor, which is Jesus Christ. How do we do that? We do that through the Word of God, through reading the Word. We do it through our prayer time. We do it through a time uh, times of worship um, within um, praise and worship. Uh, songs are so available on our phones now. Uh, if you don't know what what's a good, if you don't have any starting place, hey, call one of us, uh, uh, you know, or, or call somebody you know that's a believer. Ask them if they have any praise and worship. You know, if they know of any good praise and worship that would really be able to minister. It's very, very important. There's a lot of healing that happens within praise and worship, within prayer, within the Word of God. So... I was just talking about our, our uh, choices being influenced by thoughts and emotions. And then if we're not careful, it will reflect values, ideologies, and strategies of the world system and how we want to be rooted and grounded and built up on the, the firm foundation of Jesus Christ. And so that's why it's so critical the way we think, feel, and choose that, we be, that we're constructed uh, upon the word of God. So if you can, you can think of construction of the building up. Remember, um, uh, last Wednesday I was talking about how thoughts are actually mental real estate. So they actually are like building physical structures in your brain, in my brain. Uh, whether they're healthy thoughts, healthy thoughts are, are building, you know, l- uh, lush, vibrant, um, uh, healthy uh, synopsis, healthy dendrites, healthy parts of our, our brain is thriving and neurons are, are, are regenerating and, and, and firing, you know, just amazingly and whatnot when we have healthy thoughts and a healthy thought pattern and, and um, uh, where, where our thoughts are, are healthy and, 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 and on, uh, based on the word of God. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But constructed on the word of God. That's how you get a house. That is when the storms come. If you remember in, in Matthew 7, there's talking about um, uh, how when the winds come, it said, it said the wise man builds his house upon the rock. And when the rains and the storm and, and the winds are blowing, uh, that house uh, doesn't fall down. But the house that's built on the sand uh, the, the, or the shifting circumstances, sand being like the shifting circumstances, and it's like unstable, and you don't really know, but you have a firm foundation in the Word of God, and your house will not be washed away. Amen? So the struggle is between us living according to our human nature or living according to the Spirit. So remember, the spirit is the part of us that communicates with God, has relationship with the Lord. 
So this is an act of our will. Our natural way of thinking is not God's way. His, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. The world's way of thinking is not God's way. And that's where I was talking about the ideologies, the values, and the strategies of the world system. So this is why our minds need to be renewed. When I was talking about building yourself up and your house being built, on, uh, constructed on the rock, it's on the word of God. It was because this is what I'm talking about right here, about our minds being renewed. Our minds, this is how our minds are renewed. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Very familiar scripture. Actually, just I just want to read verse 2 because this is the one that zeroes in on the, the way that we think, feel, and choose. Uh, it says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Remember, the, the choices that we make, make us. So it's very important that we allow him to change the way that we think. Because if we, the way that we are according to the human nature is according to the world system. And it's, it's going to be on that, that, uh, that foundation of sand, which it, when the storms begin, when the battleground starts up, it'll, it'll be washed away. We, we need to train well. We need, we need to train well so we're ready for the good fight. So it's never too late to start. Remember, God has made us so amazing. We are fearfully and wonderfully made, it says in Psalm 139. And he's made us to the point that this, and this is, this is why I, I, I'm, what I'm talking about right now in this moment is that our, our mind, our mind is uh, the, how we think, our intellect. And our mind, it determines the, the state, um, the healthy or the, or the unhealthy state of our brain. So those thoughts in our mind that are negative and that they, they bring uh, negative uh, results, actually toxic, actually unhealthy. They make an unhealthy brain. And so the cool thing about this is that, and I always say this, because whenever I talk about the brain science, I don't want anyone to ever feel like, oh man, I messed up so much. My brain is probably just a, a, a mess. It's probably no more, remember, the brain is neuroplastic. And so our mind being renewed by the word of God brings us into that healthy way of thinking and it it actually begins to to uh, reverse the damage of what what has been done in the brain according to the toxic thinking and the and all of, all of the the toxic and the, and the think thinking feeling and choosing negatively and in in all these in in creating unhealthy patterns and stuff so we need to be, our minds need to be renewed by the word of God. And these just miraculous things can happen. Um, but, but the big thing is, is that when our minds are renewed, we begin to be transformed in how we think, feel, and choose just by the renewing of our minds. So it says, let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will 
for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. We talked earlier about the difference between who we are and who we become. We actually talked about that a lot, and it's kind of been a constant theme throughout. But this is why it's necessary for us to pursue and align the way that we think, feel, and choose with the Word of God. The way we think, feel, and choose will either propel us in the direction of who God designed us to be, which is who we really are. So I'm going to say that again. The way we think, feel, and choose will either propel us in the direction of who God designed us to be, which is who we truly are, or in another direction, taking us away from the original workmanship or the original masterpiece. So remember the word that John Maxwell said. He said, life is a matter of choices. And every choice you and I make, makes us. Pastor George said in his message, a good fight. This is what he said. He said, when we don't train, we are defeated before we reach the battlefield. Let me read that again. When we don't train, we are defeated before we reach the battlefield. And that's not God's design for us. He wants us, he, he created us to be more than conquerors. That's what he said we are. Now, if we've become overwhelmed and defeated, it's not, it's not who we are. That's who we've become. But when we pursue him and when we pursue his word and we pursue, we think, feel, and choose uh, according to God's word, then we will be propelled in that direction of being who God designed us to be, who we truly are. This message is not uh, about um, self-help or uh, a do-it-yourself, uh, make, your, make the right choice message. Uh, because if so, then why would we need Jesus? We need Jesus. Jesus is our Savior. He's the way, the truth, and the life. But what has happened is that uh, in, in society, and, we've, and, and the body of Christ has, to a certain degree, bought into it, like I said earlier about the blame game, using the blame game about everything's everybody else's fault, not taking responsibility, and um, thinking, feeling, and choosing in a negative way, in ways that we were never ordained, that are not aligned with his word. And so we need Jesus. So the purpose of this message, let me tell you what the purpose of this message is. So that's that the purpose of the the purpose that this message is not what, what this is not about and what is not the purpose of this message is the self-help aspect. But what is the purpose is that this message is to encourage and remind us that we must train well by renewing our mind and with the word of God and allowing him to change the way that we think. So as we do this, the way that we think, feel, and choose 
will become aligned with the word of God. I'm going to say that again. As we do this, the way that we think, feel, and choose will be aligned with the word of God. I don't know if you noticed it yet, but when I said think, feel, and choose from the beginning of this message till now, it, is, it has been about our soul aligning either to our human nature, which brings us into a direction, propels us in a direction that of a person that we are, are not, that we have become, but we are not. But when we think, feel, and choose, and we allow our soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions, to align with our spirit, the part of us that communicates and fellowships with the Lord, then that's when, this is when we begin to see that we are becoming who we really are. Here's the thing. We are pressured daily. We're pressured uh, hourly by the influences, influences that attempt to take our eyes off of God. And they want to hijack us into thinking, feeling, and choosing based on our senses. This is where we run into frustration, fear, irritation, anger, um, uh, just anxiety, um, you know, just depression, hopelessness. This is where we begin to feel um, rejection and abandonment in things. They come from other things, other roots, and other belief systems, but the thing is, is when we renew our mind is when we, re we renew uh, and things start to become new and we become aligned with what he said. That's where we, become we begin to uproot those ungodly belief systems and, we, and we, we plant and we implant the word of God. And that's where we begin to stop listening to the news. I mean, I'm not saying we shouldn't listen to the news. We should be informed. But we stop listening to that and allowing our mind, will, and emotions to be taken over and hijacked and taken into the wrong, into a negative direction and toxic direction. And then we wonder why we're, we're dealing with certain things in our body, why we can't sleep, why we're having trouble with uh, relationships and, and, and we don't have, we're not operating in the fruit of the Spirit. Um, and so, but there are many, many influences. I mean, the, the news is just only one. There are so many other people's opinions, uh, what we read. I mean, again, those are values, ideologies, and strategies that belong to the world. And God is, is his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And they are not according to the world system. So we can confront these influences with the word of God. And actually, it should, the word of God should be our absolute uh, um, standard. So I just want to say to you again, train well. A good fight, train well. Because remember, what you, how your, your choices... The choices that you make, make you. Train well.
I want to bow right our heads right now and I want to pray for all um, just pray for us as the body of Christ I want to pray that we would uh, abandon any lazy ways or any ways that we have um, embraced the systems the 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 ideologies the values the strategies of of the world in the world system and, and just society in general and and where we have any way we have abandoned the word of God being our standard so maybe you want to join me in prayer right now and just in a prayer of repentance and a prayer of petition to God that he would uh, just int intervene in our our lives that as we surrender and open, it's really, our, we have a choice. It's our will that has to be surrendered to his will. And that's where we say, not my will, Lord, but yours be done. So that surrender and that, that, that surrendering of ourselves to him is so important. It is so key and is critical. I mean, it's, it's, it will be the catalyst, the turning point, which will propel us in the direction of who we really are, the workmanship and the masterpiece of Jesus Christ. So let's just take some time and just pray. Lord, I want to enter into prayer for, uh, on behalf of myself and, and, and your church. Lord, I ask you that you would forgive us of any way, Lord God, that we um, allowed ourselves to become a person that you did not ordain for us to be, that we really didn't become who we are. We, it was who we became. It wasn't who we really are. It was who we became. Lord, forgive us. I pray right now, Lord God, that Lord, that we would decide and make that that choice, that 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 determination, that choice, that we would exercise our will and make the choice and and make that determination that we are going to serve you, that we are going to train well, that we are going to align our soul with the spirit of the living God. We're going to align our soul. Our soul is going to align with our spirit, which is going to be aligned, which is already aligned with the spirit of the living God, with you, Lord. We're not going to be aligned to our, our human nature. Forgive us. Forgive us for, for being driven by our emotions, by being driven by negative thoughts of, of anxiety and 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 fear and and um, and just uh, anger, uh, frustration. Lord God, forgive us for allowing our minds to engage in things, God, that you never intended for us to be engaged in. Things that have toxic effects on us, Lord. Forgive us, Lord. I pray that we would have a hunger and a thirst for, for righteousness, a hunger and thirst, Lord, to, to be filled by you, a hunger and a thirst, Lord God, to be properly aligned, that we could fulfill the purpose 
that you have, have ordained for us that will be your expression, the expression of who you are in the earth. Lord, I pray right now that we'd surrender and we would allow you to begin to show us the areas in our lives that have not pleased you, that have, that, and the reason why they didn't please you is because they're taking us away from who we really are, who you have created us to be, that workmanship, that masterpiece. Lord, we thank you for forgiving us, for restoring us, Lord, for just lighting that fire and that pursuit to be aligned uh, and to be uh, submerged in your presence in praise and worship, in, the, in our prayer time, Lord, just, just communicating and talking with you, sharing our hearts, sharing where we're at, praying and asking for help for others. Lord, all, all of these aspects of prayer, interceding. Lord God, thank you. Aligning us. Thank you as we surrender. As we, as we surrender our will to you, you're aligning us with your purpose. You're aligning us with who we really are. You're aligning us with, your, with a pursuit of you. We thank you, Lord God, that you're going to do great things among us, Lord. We're going to have great testimonies as a result of changing the way that we think, feel, and choose. Understanding and recognizing that there's no more excuses, that we need to train well, we need to take responsibility for our actions, and we need to repent, and we need to get say, Lord, I'm, I'm moving on and go forward and allow you to advance us in your purpose for our life, for our lives. Lord God, we just thank you and we praise you for doing a great and mighty work in each one of our lives. In Jesus' name, thank you that your word is going to be our compass. Your word is going to be our anchor. And we'll be anchored in you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. And I just want to talk to those of you that, that have never surrendered your life to Jesus. Or maybe you have and you, you, you made a choice that took you away from who God had intended you to be and who you really are. And now you find yourself in that you've become someone you, something and someone you never wanted to be. I want you to know that there is hope. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. I want you to know that he is a transformer. That he, this business of what they have created with these transformers, that has nothing. Our Jesus is a transformer. When he gets done with us, when nobody recognizes who we used to be, who, we, who we, had, we had become, they see who we truly are. And if you want that, I just want to, I just want to tell you that, that it, it, it's, it's yours for the taking. And all it takes is for you to surrender your life to Jesus. 
to say, Lord, I want you, I want you to be Lord of my life. I want you to come into my life. So if you want to do that, if you want to see a change and you want to see God be able to do the miraculous in your life and, and cause you to be the one that, that, that he destined and designed you to be, then I just want to ask you just to bow your head and to pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I'm asking you to forgive me. I'm laying my life before you. You can have my life, Jesus. I need this hope. I need your transforming power. And I'm asking you to come into my life and to transform and change me completely in my mind, in my emotions, wherever there's been trauma, wherever there's been unhealed pain in the mind, pictures of things that have happened that you keep revisiting, that keep a post-traumatic stress disorder cycle going. Jesus wants to heal that. Jesus, I'm asking you to come in to the areas of my mind that have been traumatized. Jesus, I'm asking you to come into the areas of my uh, emotions that need to be healed, that need to be restored. Now, Jesus, I'm surrendering my will to you. I want to think, feel, and choose like you want me to. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my life, for transforming me, for giving me eternal life with you, Jesus, eternal life in heaven. When I die, I will be with you in heaven for eternity, for forever and ever. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving me of all my sins. And thank you for washing me as white as snow. Thank you that you rose, Jesus, with all power in your hand for me, to bring life to me. In Jesus' name, amen. Now we just prayed a prayer. And I want you to know that everything that you had ever done that was wrong, that was sin, every sin you ever committed is forgiven. It is washed away. 
and you are as white as snow. And Jesus wants this to be the beginning of the relationship with you and him. And I prayed about him coming into those areas of pain, those areas of, of, of trauma, abuse, uh, things you subjected yourself to, seeing things that you uh, saw that you didn't want to see. I was praying with you for the healing power of Jesus to come into those areas. And you started the journey and you're going to see that healing. Keep pursuing. Keep pursuing. Keep pursuing. Keep. Get into his word. Get into the Bible. Get into the Bible and see what God is saying. Get into the word. Find a good church where you can hear the word and you can be instructed and taught in the ways of God. Be encouraged and know that you are completely loved, that Jesus' love for you is unconditional. It is unconditional. He loves you. Be blessed. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us. If you would like to find out more information about our church, give online, or just stay connected throughout the week, visit us on the web by clicking the link in the description. We look forward to being with you next week.